Hi, I'm Patrick Henningsen, host of the Sunday Wire, and you are listening to the Alternate Current Radio Network. I ran for president, which I could never do, um, just because who who would want to? And I could never do it anyway. Um, I just I haven't been to the right universities, and I don't have the right pedigree, and I don't have any billionaires backing me. Okay, but if if hypothetically in a parallel universe I ran for president, if I had the backing of Silicon Valley, Mark Zuckerberg, all of the Google. Okay, I had I had them gaming search results for me. I had them suppressing my competition's articles on Facebook feeds. Okay, and I had Wall Street behind me. Okay, and I had taken over the Democratic Party and I was controlling it, and I could sideline anybody who was running against me, including a Bernie Sanders. Okay, and I had the all of Hollywood lining up to endorse me. Doing ads for me, saying I, I'm the, the the next great white hope for America. Okay, and if if that's not enough, I had all of the mainstream media backing me. I had the mainstream media creating fake news stories about my competitor, producing, and I was paying. My party was paying to make fake dossiers against my competitor, and the mainstream media were running it as factual news. And, I mean, okay, and I had the polls. I, I was gaming the polls. They had the, the polls said I was going to win by a landslide, right, which usually works to, to, you know, deter people from actually coming out and voting because they think, oh, they're going to lose anyway, so why vote for the underdog, right? With all of that, Hillary Clinton still lost. I mean, that has got to be the worst candidate in political history of all elections. They had all of that on their side, and they still couldn't win, okay? And with that, all they could do is blame Russia. Is this the saddest tragedy ever? <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. It really, when you look at it from that perspective, it's really pathetic. So anyway, here's a, here's a press conference. I thought I would play this. Uh, this is so basically the U.S. government is wanting to make Russian RT employees in America register as, as, register as foreign agents. Right. And so if you register as a foreign agent and this is like a, an old uh, World War Two kind of era uh, law. Um, and so it's kind of ridiculous. And back before the Internet, back before digital media, so they, you'd have to basically submit a report of your activities and, and basically file that with the, uh, the, the regulatory agency or the FBI or whoever, okay, back in the day. Why would, if you worked for RT now, why would you have to file and collate a report if all of the work that you've done is available on the Internet? Right. So it's a basic question there. I know I'm a little bit advanced here, but I'm just in the 21st century. So I thought I'd just throw that out as a kind of matter of common sense for anybody in there like uh, Jamie Kirkick and some of these other uh, people who work in so-called think tanks uh, just to chew on that bit of common sense for a minute. Anyway, Putin says if the United States is, is going ahead with this, 
which is basically an intimidation tactic to deter people from working for RT America, uh, then he's going to respond in kind. Moscow will introduce tit-for-tat measures uh, over U.S. attacks on Russian media. Let's listen to what RT has to say here. A very warm welcome. You're watching RT International, broadcasting to you live from the Russian capital. I'm Nikki Aaron. Our top story this hour. Attacks on RT in the U.S. are equal to attacks on free speech. That's according to President Vladimir Putin, who is answering reporters' questions on the last day of the APEC summit in Vietnam. Those who are doing this in the U.S. have always been proud of being the world's number one Democrats. And freedom of speech has always been the main value adhered to by them. There's no democracy without freedom of speech. An attack on our media in the U.S. is, make no mistake, an attack on freedom of speech itself. Mr. Putin also promised that the Russian government will come up with appropriate retaliation. Such retaliation may affect American or American-funded media that are operating in Russia. This is a reaction to a very recent decision by the U.S. Department of Justice to set a deadline for RT America, our U.S. branch, to register as a foreign agent. And we were forced to obey because uh, uh, otherwise we would have been in trouble with the U.S. law. But in any case, as a foreign agent, RT America will now face enormous challenges and difficulties, something our editor-in-chief called unbearable conditions for a media organization aimed at destroying RT. This brings us to why we're seeing all this hostility against Russian media in the U.S. That's because of accusations of Russian meddling in the U.S. presidential race. According to American journalists that are traveling with Donald Trump on his plane, Mr. Trump did bring this issue up during his few chats with Vladimir Putin at the APEC summit. And here's a quote from Donald Trump that they shared. Every time he sees me, he says, I didn't do that. And I really believe that when he tells me that, he means it. I think he's very insulted by it. Going back to Vladimir Putin's press conference, here's how he addressed the many Russia-related investigations, inquiries, hearings that are simply non-stop in America. I think that everything regarding the Russian dossier in the U.S. has to do with an ongoing internal political standoff. It's simply part of the desire to use anything in the fight against the current president. Despite this internal political standoff in the U.S., Vladimir Putin said, as he did many times before, that Moscow is ready to turn the page and look into the future for the benefit of both the Russians and Americans. Despite the poor state of relations between Moscow and the West at the moment, the second day of the APEC summit did see some positive... Okay, so there, <laughs> that's what's going on, and it's, it, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, if you look at RT's budget globally, this is for, and they've got uh, a Spanish division, they've got an Arabic, they've got RT America, they've got a small operation in Germany, RT UK, and then RT International in Moscow, covering all of that, right? How much do you think their annual budget is across all the whole organization to cover all that, basically, which is a lot of, uh, a lot of work. Uh, I think it's something in the neighborhood of three hundred and forty uh, billion. Sorry, three hundred and forty million 
per per year. Three, four, zero million per year. Okay. Now let's just juxtapose that for a minute with the annual operating budget of CNN, NBC, the BBC. Uh, we'll throw in uh, CBS. Let's throw in ABC. Let's put Fox in there too. So all of those together. So they, they cover quite a lot of ground. Am I am I wrong? Does anybody disagree? Probably not. So CNN, NBC, BBC, uh, Channel Four. Throw them in too. Fox, ABC, CBS. Just doing a rough estimate here of the annual uh, operating budget of these operations. And we're going to come to a grand total for these uh, of approximately two, four, six, plus another two, that's eight, roughly about $10 billion per year. That's right, $10 billion per year is the collecting operating budget of those broadcast networks, which I just read to you, okay? I might be on the low side, by the way. I think it's uh, considerably higher, actually, uh, if you actually add it all up. I didn't even put Channel 4 uh, annual budget in there. So $10 billion a year operating budget, that machine, which is provides the bulk of the Western mainstream media broadcast TV informational network, versus $340 million uh, for RT globally, okay? Uh, And you're telling me that somehow that little tiny operation of RT uh, managed to outflank, outperform, uh, somehow out-influence all of those major established international multi-billion dollar brands which I just mentioned. Because if that's the case then those mainstream media outlets that I just mentioned are totally useless, are pathetic, um, are basically spinning their wheels, doing nothing, and putting out garbage. But there's a lot of people that will say that that's actually the case. So is the problem that America faces, that what it's upset with RT about, does it have, any, does it have anything to do with the fact that RT is Russian or Russian government-funded? Or does it really have to do with the content and the journalism is so poor with Western mainstream media outlets that I just mentioned with a total collective operating budget of over $10 billion a year, okay, that they're so bad that nobody listens to them or believes half the stuff they put out anymore. And those were the ones backing Hillary Clinton, by the way. And I might add, during the election, in the run-up, okay, RT America, overwhelmingly Democrat. Like, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody saying a good word about Trump on RT America. And you go back and look at their coverage, and all their shows were just rabid lefty. Okay? So they didn't do anything for Trump, RT America, in the run-up. I mean, completely left-wing. So maybe they did a little bit for the Green Party, but, I mean, that didn't even register on the on the, on the the uh, American Democratic uh, EKG. Okay? So overwhelmingly Bernie, overwhelmingly Hillary, maybe less Hillary, of course, but Democrat to the core. Okay, look at all of the presenters and shows, you know, almost to a fault. Uh, Tom Hartman is a good example. So they're making this argument that's based on it's not factual. It's not 
it's not representative of reality, but this is the mainstream argument. So they continue to be wrong. They continue to miss the story. They continue to be detached from reality. These are the same people. This is the same machine that backed the Clinton campaign, and she still lost. Okay, And with all the backing she had, like I said, if it was me or anybody, I had Silicon Valley behind me. I had Hollywood behind me. I had the mainstream media, the New York Times, the Post behind me. I had CNN behind me, NBC behind me. Okay, I had Wall Street behind me. I had all the pollsters behind me. I could have run my cat for president, and my cat would have won. But somehow Hillary lost. She, she lost a race that my cat could have won with that backing. What does that say about the candidate? What does that say about this machine that was backing her? Are they that out of touch with what's really going on in the world? And my friends, the answer has to be, well, you know what the answer is. And I think anybody who watched that uh, in a sober way, who consciously was sober during that process, wasn't drunk on politic, uh, would have seen what happened and did. And all those people were right, and the mainstream continues to be wrong. They continue to be plying American consumers with stories of Russian, Russian meddling and Russiagate conspiracy theories. And meanwhile, the world is moving ahead. Meanwhile, the world moves on. Meanwhile... Things in the Middle East, things around the globe are moving in one direction, and most Americans have no idea what's going on. And that is because of that media machine that we just talked about. So all I can say is thank you uh, to our listeners for tuning in, for being interested in what's really going on, and for helping this show, and for contributing, for donating, for subscribing to 21wire.tv. Um, it's been a really tough last the last seven months because we've been we've been routed by Google in terms of organic uh, internet searches. Uh, what they've done to us and other anti-war uh, uh, websites since April of 2017. And my book is a crime. Okay, and this is what happens when a monopoly abuses its power. And that's what's happened. It's hurt us tremendously. And by the grace of our subscribers and those of you who have donated to this show and to 21st Century Wire and to help us continue, we've been able to continue. Um, but in, they've attacked us uh, and tried to destroy our traffic uh, to this website, not just us, antiwar.com. They've hit Consortium News. They've hit Global Research, uh, World Socialist website as well who's gotten a lot of uh, attention on this, many others, Greenville Post, I could name a, a number of others, and 21st Century Wire, okay? And so it's not a level playing field, folks. But we've been right about everything we've been talking about in the last couple of years, by the way. And the mainstream media has been wrong about every one of these important global issues. And they're still trying to shut us down. Okay, so I say thank you to everybody out there. If you want to donate to us, if you can, if you're able, if you're able to subs- take out a subscription to 21wire.tv, there's a link on the show page on the website. Please do, uh, because we do need your help. We, we're, we're fighting this fight, and we'll continue to fight it. We'll continue to bring you the information that we think is, is accurate, that's uh, relevant. So I just want to say thank you very much 
to everybody out there. Uh, we really appreciate it. I'll see you tomorrow live on the UK column, hopefully with uh, Mike Robinson uh, there on the live show. Mike had to exit uh, early this this uh, this afternoon from the studio, so uh, we didn't have him for the last segment here on the show, but uh, we'll see you on the live uh, UK column news broadcast tomorrow. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's us for the week. Thank you to our guests, uh, and thank you to everybody for tuning in. There's a lot going on in the world, and we're very happy to bring it to you. So take care, everybody. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen, signing out. Russian collusion. Trump, Russian sort of collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian metal collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian potentially collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian bot collusion. Trump, Russia Russian collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Russian hacked our election. Here comes a big change. Because all of a sudden, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Russian, Russian, Russian collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, Russian collusion, collusion with the Russians, Trump, Russia possible collusion, Trump, Russia possible collusion, prove collusion, prove collusion. Was there collusion? Absolutely. Russia possible collusion. Trump 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 Russia potential collusion. Trump Russia potential collusion. And the Kremlin and be in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion and Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin in collusion. This president, this president in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion. This president, this president in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin are very right in collusion. All 17 intelligence agencies. 17 agencies. 17 of our intelligence agencies have confirmed. Of our intelligence agencies. 17 intelligence agencies. 17 different United States intelligence agencies.